0: Okay. Uh, well, it wouldn't be much use to start say till I was about six. Okay. But I can remember lots of things then.
1: And where were you born?
0: In Deloge, Missouri, uh, 1930. That girl was at the Walmart, getting a prescription. A young girl was working there one day at her mother's place. I guess she just wanted to know my birthday. I said four nine thirty. She said thirty. <laughs> she backed up about three. Thought that, that was another time and place. We moved to uh, Fredericktown, or out we had out um, in Village Creek, about a mile or two from Fredericktown. We rented a small farm from uh, in nineteen forty-one. My dad had worked at the mines up there, National Mines. You, you know where the big chat dump is when you go from Flatwood to the Lodge, There's a big chat dump. Well, we lived on the same side of the street as the chat dump, about, about a half a mile. That's where I grew up, from, and and. Uh, he he worked in the mines around there, but then the depression. He had worked at National for, in the mill. He worked on he never worked on ground. He worked on top in the mill. He worked. I know he worked ten years because I got a picture somewhere of him, ten years. And then he got laid off in the depression. Twenty nine. It was thirty, about January and thirty, and he got laid off, and he didn't have another job till per se. He worked a day or two on a WPA and. Learned how to do that, like Lake Lurie, where they put that white, we had a, when we lived out on Strange Town we had a fence up in the front, because it was like a bank, and he built a fence about that high, with that, put that white, with a little trim around right, like each one, yeah. But uh, he he didn't have a job in all that time.
2: So he lost his job with a new baby, because he in 1930?
0: With, all together, we had eight kids, eight of us. But then a couple of them wasn't born yet.
2: Okay. Yeah. Where are you in the
0: Let's see. I had one sister older and a brother older and then me and then another sister and then another brother and then another sister for a long time for it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: He left out once. was born after you, so there are eight of you all together.
0: Eight yeah. eight all together. So he
2: had three children and lost his job. And
0: I see, Virginia, me. Yeah, that'd be right.
2: Um, how, what, you said your father lost his job in 1930. Did your mother do something to bring in some money? No. How did I you sure live? Had, had
0: not much kids. Well. Did you, uh, did you have your
2: own gardens or to eat? We did
0: have a little garden. We didn't have too big of a place. So we lived downtown. town. Uh, we existed.
3: Uh, he said there was a wetter off food warehouse just up the road from there on Lowe's Drive, and sometimes they would get out of date food from that warehouse. Maybe.
0: Well, it didn't take anything home or anything. They, they'd throw candy and stuff out, and the kids would go through it, and it didn't have worms in it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh-huh. right. but, uh, we did sometimes. But we, I guess we, well, there wasn't any such thing as light like bread. When I would go out and play all day, I'd be gone. I just went, when I was six years old, I just went wherever I did what I wanted to do. I'd gone all day and played on the jet dump and everything else. And and uh, I'd put a piece of cornbread in my pocket. And, and then I'd eat any fruit trees you come by, green or whatever, or, or what else. You know, everything. Now, it's it's how, a different world.
2: Where did you, so where you lived, uh, was it a place you owned? We
0: did own it. I think that, I'm not sure, but I think my dad's mother lived with us for a while, and I think she probably had owned a house.
3: It was on Chestnut Street in
0: the low. It was on the main highway right there, off,
3: right off the low drive. I, I don't Chestnut think
0: street. I don't think Chestnut. I think Chestnut went up the street there, a short street or dead end, wasn't it? Right behind, right. On, one house next to us. Miss Schaefer lived and there was a street went up there and it was a dead end up at uh, About uh, a
3: block east of Deloge Drive. Yeah, about
0: it went up there.
3: And the house burned, but they built back another house that looked just like it after you left, right? The yeah, house burned after the, you all left. And yeah, we they, sold the house to Polly White, like so, so
0: yeah. after when we moved it down there. there, and uh, it did burn and, and they built one back, that looked very similar on the same, I guess on probably the same foundation.
2: And then you moved to Fredericktown, Village Creek Road, when you were, what, around 10 or 11? 11, in
0: 41. Okay. Because he got a job. He didn't have a job from, what did I say, 30, okay. till 37. When the war talk and all that stuff, yeah. they started the lead mines in Mount And he got a job down there, and he drove down there in an old car you know, for for a little while. And then another guy got a job, and They both of them drove First, he had a 28 Chevy and then a 31 Chevy, I think. And they'd have to work on them every once in a while. The one would break axles pretty often. Anyway. But, uh, there was two of them. Run they rode together for, till 41. And then we moved down in 41 out on Village Creek on a little farm. We rented a little farm about 18 acres. The guy told us if he'd fix it up, it would really run down. Growing up on the roadside and the house was a terrible shit. We'd paint the house, fixed up. We'd live there as long as we wanted to. Repair. But we lived there a few years, we got it all fixed up, and everything looked good. And one day a guy came by and told us he bought it. He didn't tell that goodbye, hello, or nothing. The guy ordered him, and he was he was out of town. And then I think he lived in Kansas. But later, later right he moved to town and married it. a lady in town and lived here. Faircloth was his name.
2: So he sold the house from under you
0: without saying hello goodbye. We would have bought it. We'd well, have had to borrow the money, but probably could have, because, because my dad had a pretty good job at the mines. I mean, and it was, looked like it was going to last several years then. And it did last It did a few years.
3: And then how did your dad find out Mr. Barron had a house for, sale? Bought.
0: Well, I don't know exactly, but we moved into what they call Stringtown. Uh, go out of Fredericktown, north from Fredericktown, and turn out of that at first right. No, not the first right, but be the second. And there's a string of houses there. and That's why string they call it Stringtown. That's no, what they call it, Village Creek Road. And Village so Creek Road, before you go up around the curve, we, he bought a house there from Doc Barron for five hundred dollars. It was in pretty bad shape, but he worked on it and fixed it up. Built another, built another granite rock fence in front of cause it, because it's up on a bank, and we lived there for years and years.
2: So it's a, and he built these fences, no mortar, just by positioning the
0: No, they they they, they 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 have a mortar, oh. and then then they put the white line. With that, had a little round thing about the side of your finger that, that would put that white line around and make them look good.
3: Okay. Tell them how you uh, took care of all the farm animals when you were out there on the.
0: Well, when I was eleven, when we moved there, I was the farmhand. Dad worked, and uh, he not only worked at the mines, he worked on that, we was close to the mines, and he that, he worked at the mine, but he was fixing that place up, so he worked all the time. So I was eleven. I was the farmhand. I had. Uh, count a calf, and I'd, I'd let the calf have, and then I'd run him off and, and milk the cow. And uh, I, had, I had pigs. We'd kill hogs every year. I had chickens, free range. We a creek run, i do the back of the place, two to three hundred yards back, village creek. And uh, so I was, I was the farmer. Then when I was eleven, but when I was twelve, I needed to make a little money, because I didn't ever get any money at home, you know. So I worked on the I started working on the thrash machine uh, when I was 12. They, every year when the thrash machine would come by, Shuleys had the biggest place, Shuleys and Skag's farm, but uh, it would make the rounds. Every year they'd hire the same men. Of course, the reason why I got a job at 12, I was pretty big for my age, but the men were in service. The good men were in service. Uh, so that's uh, they didn't have to, they was either older. Yeah. yeah. So if you got it on one year, every year you'd get to work well, a couple of months, two three months.
2: Did Village Creek flood?
0: Yeah, once in a while. Uh, did that
2: affect your house? No, there? it
0: never did get up close to the house. It, it was a lot of room for it to run down through the next area there, where, and uh, uh, three or four hundred yards. If it would flood, it it'd get in the road down there, like a four or five hundred feet from our house, or so down further now. It never did get up. It'd get up in the back. But but in order to get really close to the house,
3: because he walked to Village Creek School from where they lived out there
0: every day. (laughs) Yeah, we walked to school. Uh, They at Village Creek School. They had two rooms, and in the one year, one room, the smaller room, they'd have the first grade one year, and the second grade next year. And the other was fourth and fifth and sixth. And you you might start. You might do the eighth grade before you did, and then do the seventh the next year, according to how it come, like when you was going up there. In the same way, in the fifth and sixth, you might do the sixth, you might do the fifth first, or you might do the sixth on alternative years. First, and you do the sixth, and then the fifth, and then the eighth, and then the seventh.
3: And his favorite teacher was Mrs. Vanson. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ms.
2: So if you, if you did eighth grade before seventh, by the time you went to seventh, that was a coasting year, right? Yeah,
0: well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, they was really practically the same thing. Really, they just added, kind of added together. Really, about the same.
3: Oh, he learned God. to read when he was real little, and so he didn't have oh, trouble in school. That's I right. could
0: read when I was six. I, I read all the time. I read the paper every day when I was six years old. I wondered how in the world we ever got the paper. Well, one night I was laying in bed. How did we? Because we couldn't afford a paper. Uh, but there was a one house. one or two houses in a store. And the people that ran the store lived in the house, one of those houses next to us, between us and the store. Their name was Tucker. And they had a daughter that was in a wheelchair that had, what do they call the disease? She couldn't control herself at all. She was grown and a little bit heavy, but she just couldn't, she could talk a little but My sister could understand her, but she just didn't have no control. Mm-hmm. And my sister took care of her. And... Uh, she she would get the paper and bring it home to me the, from the day before. It'd be a day's old paper. So I read the paper back when I was six years old every day. I read the whole thing. I mean, I knew what was going on. In the when Hitler was taking those other countries, and wow. I had to figured out what was going to happen before. Yeah, because oh, he's so was, was, was pretty easy to figure because he just he was going to try to take the world. Crazy.
1: Did your other siblings, were you the most read in your family, or did that, were, were you? was the whole family reading?
0: I guess I was, okay. as far as I know, because uh, I could spell, uh, I know one time, Sister Cameron, Cameron said, you want to talk to Norman He's smart." He said, he can spell brown swagger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't I, do that. I learned how to spell it and remembered it. But from reading a lot, she, uh, did you have a radio or anything like that in the house that you remember? I don't think we had the, in the first years. We don't have a
2: radio. But you had electricity
0: in the British Creek house. We did, yeah. But in the in the one up there, I'm not. How'd I don't think we had electricity for a while. I don't remember just when we got electricity. Should be a big thing. You should remember, but I don't remember exactly. We might have had back then, but I, I, I doubt it. We didn't have anything that you had to pay for extra. Before that. I worked in St. Louis. I went to St. Louis in uh, what years?
3: Before you were married. After you were married in '48.
0: Yeah, I was married in '48, and.
3: Uh, but you had already worked at the shoe factory in Fredericktown a couple of years then, hadn't you? Yeah, uh, I, I quit school uh,
0: in the tenth grade. As soon as, as soon as I got through, I went to work. Just as soon as I got sixty and got to social, and uh, and I started a bank account. I always wanted to have a bank account. Air Bank still they got the same bank. Uh, I you had to have a to get a bank account, you had to have $25 social security number. And I was thinking here a while back, something else, but I can't remember what to get started a bank account. So I started a bank account at the bank then, had them little red books with a cellophane number, it, and you still got the same account. Wow, <laughs> but but they don't know it. I mean, they I was talking to the girl at my granddaughter worked at the bank as a teller for a while when she's between college mm-hmm. and i started time, and I, I, a woman said well we can't uh, tell her how long i've been a customer there for since then and she said well we haven't got no records because they built more on the bank and they had all the papers everything they got rid of all that so have, of course, they had, have everything they couldn't get right. they had loads of it you know so they they got rid of everything
3: but he's been there at least, at least um Seventy, yeah, 70 something years. Yeah, I
0: went as soon as, as I was sixteen and got well, I had to work. A or I saved every all my money to, to get twenty five dollars uh, where shoe factory. Took me about probably a month to get.
1: So you left school, and the shoe factory was your first job after leaving school.
0: Yes, because uh, see, when we moved,
1: and that would have been, I guess, in what forty six.
0: We had that house built out there on Lincoln Drive. I guess 46 16, 16, Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Soon as I sixteen it was cool.
1: What did you do with that?
0: uh different things, but mostly scarred heels. Uh you worked you, know, you worked on a piecework deal, but you they, they roughed them, put the heels on in, these women's shoes then. They chained time to time and they had a heel about that long. And you put had this machine roll around, you put sandpaper on it. You had to keep chaining your paper yourself and get it where it wouldn't jump and leave rough places. And it was second scar, they did it roughly. And then you went over and you smoothed it up. And you did it, but I had cases that run through so many pairs on a case. And you, you was on a, uh, you had to do so much, you didn't have to keep a job. But if you had so much, you made a little bit extra money if you did so many in a day. And they had to on a case this year. And
2: you said you built a house on Lincoln Dr- I had, uh, you bought one?
0: I had part, I built, I built, and then I built onto it. Okay. I, I was I was working the whole time, but building extra rooms on the back and dug a little basement by hand, the twelve by twenty, under <laughs> the, the, the back and the, the part that I built actually on the back.
3: Did Revels build that house for you? It was next to your mom's parents, right? Lived next door.
0: No, they they, they was there later. Oh, they, they were they late no later okay. there was so no so house there. There wasn't no house down the street there. Oh, oh the, that's all the, the all day.
3: Day. Yeah. So, but somebody so, built the house, and, and then
0: you. One long day. It a kept building up there? Uh, yeah, later, uh, Mapleman and Dad did build the house next door. Okay, and then they, they didn't know that. Stay so long, cause he was always changing you, and uh, but we had fine, fine neighbors. But we lived there for
3: uh, till sixty-seven or eight.
0: Yeah, I know. I paid. I paid on it to seventeen years, forty dollars a month, six percent interest, forty dollars a month. After I paid, I think I paid a thousand dollars down. The reason why I had a thousand dollars, I worked in St. Louis at uh, Union Station.
2: What'd you do there?
0: loaded mail and pretty interesting i worked but they had a flooding a big flood in kansas city while i was working there and we had to handle the mail and i had to work you had to work work, in animal chores i had to work seven days a week 14 hours a day for about a year and they had the railroad workers union which was a pretty strong union Mm -hmm. and they took out instead of social security back then was about one percent or one and a half they took out six percent for pension, but they got a terrific t- pension. And I worked there a full year. And after I got my Social Security, I had a few months. I got a fifty dollar raise, and they turned that, mo- that they turned that money over to from then to Social Security. So I got fifty dollars more on Social Security. But it is it, it, it an interesting place to work.
1: How did you go from, so you were working at Brown at the shoe factory. What what led you to be working in St. Louis? That okay. seems like a pretty significant jump there. Was it during the same time period or later? It was
0: later.
3: They had a lot of labor trouble at Brown shoe after the Second World War. Was there a strike and that was all you left? No,
0: they, they they actually built uh, onto it for baby shoes. And they asked all the employees to donate money. Yep. I donated thirty dollars, and I worked in the baby shoe department a little while. Yeah, they they tried to get all the employees. Some didn't, have, some of them did, some didn't. They didn't fire the ones that didn't, but seems like you should it own was, a piece of the company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you didn't own that. Uh, first it was Balsbury, Steves and Devers. They was more like locally. Then it was sold to Brown. But you it, don't remember it, exactly
3: you know, why you decided to go to St. Louis.
0: Yeah, uh, the best I can remember. I got up one day and I thought I, I saw a lot of people working there and everything, and I thought, well, I'm not going to ever do any good if I stay here, so I quit and mm-hmm. went went St. Louis looking for a job.
2: Now, did you were you married at that time and family?
0: Or? Didn't have no family, but I was married. Uh-huh. I got married young Yeah, uh, 48. Mm-hmm. You're 18. I married 48. I was 18. My wife. Did your wife come with was you? 17. Especially working yeah. seven days yeah. a week. Yeah, she she did come. <laughs> I worked up there for a while at another place, can company, uh, The continental, make, continental Can, making cans. Well, I don't know what happened. I worked there about a month. Uh, you'd throw this thing up, it'd have make us. You'd make a had flat boxes. You'd grab them and, and make a box out of them and put them through this thing and do right there, and it would put cement on them the next. Place and the next place put cans and go you could see the line all up through there, and they they was busy times in the spring, and that's when I got a job but so I don't know what happened, but I worked about a month, and one day they told me I was out a the job. They didn't tell me anything, explain nothing, but I didn't care much uh, I was looking for something better, and I guess that's when I got the job but uh, I got the job at union Station because a friend of mine was working there, and he told, told me. And and uh, I went and applied for a job and and a little while I got a job.
3: And you worked in St. Louis two or, either two or three years before you came back and got the job at the mines that fit in 1951 down here. Yeah, I
0: must have worked. Uh, let's see how how much time have I got between uh, there? Uh, I, I guess I worked a year there at Union Station. I think okay. I think about a full year.
3: So you were in St. Louis about a couple of years.
0: That's yeah, sure. I lived two or three. Well, I, I was up there by myself for a while. but Then, then we rented a place. And,
2: so let's talk about the binds. You came back down
3: and fifty-one.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I I got a job at mines and I took it. I just put in an application and uh, they let's see what time it up. But they was hiring. They called me and told me if they, if I have a job for Monday. And uh, I did go to work in the mill. Dad was a shift foreman. I went to work and I did. What do you do? go to work for him in the mill. And I was a slime line man, about the same as a labor, But they had this big slime line that you never been to a down town, the tale, slime pond? Yes. Well, it pumped all the way to the slime pond. and and uh, mill by the mark. I would go out and stay all night there building that dam up. The pipe ran out a big iron pipe. And also, you had to walk it a couple times every shift. The, the safe, the health department, and so on, they, they thought if that leaked in the creek a little bit, it'd be the end of the world. Well, it wouldn't amount to anything, but uh, because it, the lead would settle down, and wouldn't go, it, and it wasn't much lead in after it went out. There could have been a little, but uh, it pumped all the way out there and it, it, see if it broke anywhere or anything like that, Day and evening, night, rain, snow, whatever. I mean, you I waded water across there's a creek between me and then and I waded water up over my knees a lot of times. If I, one night I was walking out through there and had my light on my helm. Boy, something run into me. It was in a big owl. Well, I guess that light kind of blinded him and he hit me right in the chest.
1: So you would walk the line and make sure
0: it was. Yeah, see it was, it was all right, all the way out to the ends. But then later I stayed out there the whole shift building that dam up because they made the slime pond bigger. And so you do it on the dam end, they just let that, it had holes that had, a, bo- had a, a bucket full of wooden plugs. And that's the way you'd adjust it. You, if it run thin, you'd plug it up so it wouldn't wash. And if it run thick, you would open up a few more, and they'd keep keep building it up.
2: So, is there lead in slime pond?
0: Is there lead in slime? i yeah. sure. So that's, but the, they're not going to hurt anything. Everybody's got this crazy idea lead going to kill you. Well, lead will hurt you if you're welding and breathe it, or if you get eating paint. Otherwise, you'd be a fool to eat it. But you could eat lead piece little piece of lead, it'd go through you, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, because I've seen guys working that dryer when they just had lead all over them all the time, and they lived to be in their 80s. I watched just to see, but, of course, you know, you still, you, you wouldn't want to do anything foolish, but, but it wasn't, as, it's not as near as dangerous as, as you'd think.
2: Well, it seemed to me that Slime Pond was kind of a country club.
0: It is, yeah, so and now would
2: pay to join in swimming,
0: oh, yeah, I bought
3: shares. he he so has the he's got, association and paid annual dues too, I love to take him out there, and, you know uh, before was just you could just walk detail. in
0: there for my older years. I fished in it. I a lots of fish out there lots of fish It's a real place to fish clear water you got this tower up in there. Have you ever seen it?
2: I was there
3: that once. a concrete tar
0: it's, it's got a concrete tar. And it had three windows, and that would keep the height of the pond. And they made it bigger, made the dam a little bigger, so they concreted up two of them windows, and they just got two part of two windows now that you see in this top. It's about 30 40 feet out from the I'd say that north end, and uh, where the dam is under it is a tunnel that comes out and goes down what they call Shave Creek It runs into Village Creek. And overflow. It, it rains too much and everything. It overflows mm-hmm. there to keep it from washing out. And uh, you could walk through that tunnel, but it's, I did walk through it. Uh, of course, I, I jumped out there and swam over to the other side too. It's a the ways. That tunnel was about concrete and, and growed up the green stuff, you know, and it was about what, four feet wide and about six or seven feet high. I think I could stand up there and come out and end and when it overflow, it run down there and run down the creek, out to back, down you under. like snakes. It's tunnels to the place. So when they wanted to make it bigger, they just concreted up those windows. So I think there's only two rows of windows showing now. Then there's three rows of windows in that tower.
1: So that was a gradual process over the course of years? Yeah.
0: They-, they wanted to make it bigger because now, we went out there last summer, they was... Tr- used to be you go out there and fish, and you might not see anybody. And now it's a playground. And they was trailers. Boy, some of them cost seventy eight thousand dollars They was all around that front, one part, all back up on the hill and everywhere. Around down to the dam. They just on their, right alongside the water, just that close to each other, all as far back as you could walk around it, up at the end. How many trailers do you think have been
3: sixty or eighty, somewhere between sixty and eighty? I think well, Stay out there all ni- summer.
0: Nice big trailers. Well,
3: it's half people from St. Francis County and half from Madison County have shares in it, and some of them just live there all summer. They're older people, but a lot of people come down and spend. All yeah, they do,
2: and that's okay with the association. Yes, mm-hmm.
3: they have strict rules about you know who parks where and when they bring them in and all that stuff. But but that's what it's there for. Mostly is a is a, is a private campground.
0: Right. Oh, it sure has involved in a different thing. Cause when we I was young, we'd just go out there any time, you know, oh. swimming, fishing. Uh,
1: the lake, the lake across from that is where I live, the Hinky Lake. Oh yeah. And was that involved with the mining at all? Or did you
0: recall? Or no? Hinky is the uh, reservoir. Yeah, you recall the reservoir. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was a, it was built for the understand. mines. Yeah, it it has a pipe that goes down, and one time somebody got mad about something and they knocked down and under there, they knocked, broke that pipe and let that drain, and it drained. Right. Wow. And, and it was just, it was just a mud hole, but the fish didn't all die. Right. They, was, they was mud and water enough to, just that's enough been to about. That's before we started fishing there. We started fishing there in the early 60s. Oh my goodness. I did, that, you been uh, fishing there the I fished there a long time. But, that was 20, 30 years after I first fished there. Oh, 70s, right? But it's been, uh, I heard who it was Got mad at him about something, and they <laughs> knocked a hole in that it. Yeah. Was that yeah. before your dad
3: bought it? Uh, my
1: grandpa bought it back in the 70s. Grandpa. mid 70s, Grandpa Bob, yeah.
0: I was out there. I, was saying, I used to go out there all the time, and then they, we, you know how back when I was there, that old road down there was so rough, we right. carried a boat down in there. Right. Yeah, we carried yeah. a, 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 a John boat.
1: Okay. So yeah. I put
0: down boat down there. Long ways carry. It. Yeah. But but caught a lot of fish down.
1: So you came down. You were working the mines, or you were doing the. Was your was that your first job? Was doing the water checking that that line, and is that what you did the whole time, or did you? No, know? no,
0: no. That that was my, uh yeah, that was my first job. Okay. That's what I went on. As a, a slime line man and, and a labor, too. When I wasn't wearing slime line, I just clean up. And I broke in on all the other, a lot of the other jobs when somebody was out. I'd work in their place mm-hmm. in the mill. I thought I learned about every job in the mill, so I'd work in it.
1: Where was the building at? Well, like where were some of the primary buildings compared to say the slime
0: Building? Well, yeah, the Nines building. Yeah. Well, on the curve there back, yeah, a sawmill like in there, right in the mountain. They went from the fence back from this from this side. It was it was the office okay. there. Somebody rented that office, and what day do you burn that down? That this off? is on Copper Mines Road. That, okay. You know, this
3: is just south of Montemont lake, okay. lake, lake. Okay. Early Harmony, they call it now. Just south of there, where you can still see the mine, the concrete a mill. What, it was two, three stories high? How many stories high was it? You can still see that concrete mill there if you look south from Monomont Lake.
0: Well, this is a road that goes around from Trangtown, from Townside where go you know how it goes around? Mm-hmm. It's right where they made the curve up there and come back where you'd be coming back to mont on that round part there. And there's a road up that goes up, a little road goes up through there where the railroad track, there was, used to be a railroad track because there's some spikes and stuff up in there because Rick was young, took my car up and got one of them spikes in the car. There, tar. And that, and up there, they were sinking another shaft when the mine shut down and they went ahead and sunk it. Uh, it's a shaft about, I'm thinking about 700 feet deep. And the geologist told me that they had some cobalt there along with the lead and stuff. Higden, down at Higden, they sunk a shaft down there. Do you know where that shaft You know where Higden is? The J Road. J Road goes uh, down more, about 10 miles. Timber Ridge. Church. Well, they sunk a shaft down there and never did do anything.
3: Uh.
0: Never did have a mill or anything. They sunk a shaft. And between the two, if if you go as a crow flies, it's not too far. And they, they I think they sunk that when, when on the when the big fear was about cobalt. You know what the main room of cobalt is? That heat, mm. it'll expand enormous heat. So the jet planes and stuff like that. And we was getting all our cobalt from South Africa, and they were worried. And so they, that's why, that's why them shafts are still there, and that's why. And there was a mines another mines out there. out. There that they called Cobalt.
3: What was your next job after the mill there? When did you start going underground?
0: Well, let's see. I worked in the mill probably a couple of years.
3: To about 53? Probably. And because of the Korean War, the mines were going really strong.
0: Yeah, and I, I, bet, I bet underground because that's where the money was. Mm-hmm. And my dad, he didn't want me to. He said, I oh, said, you wear out more clothes and boots and stuff than you make, money. but I said, well, <laughs> I'm gonna try. So i bet underground and you had to be a trainee you worked with somebody till you for a few months till you learn, and then they'd put you out by yourself and see if you could. They had a contract. Uh, you, they charged you so much a day for your labor, so much for your powder, dynamite, so much for your fuse, and then when you broke rock, they paid you so much a ton, and you, first you had to pay off your debt, and after you got your debt paid off, the rest of the rock, they paid you so much bonus per for, for ton.
2: I'm I'm not clear on when you talk about a mill.
0: The mill, like at Mott, of course that's the older one. But you had one, one crusher underground. I worked there for a while, and it come down this. You dumped in a place. Now they got what they call grizzlies, or big iron rails where they dump on, and it goes down through there. The ore is talked down through the gun, the, through the hole from the trucks. You sure. know, uh-huh. now they're now the trucks. Then then there was railroad cars and stuff. And you ought to watch them. They were, Driver would dump them cars, they run them on a thing, and they'd cut I think they'd dump two at a time, maybe just one these twelve tongue and that thing would turn over and dump them, and then they'd pull up and dump the next one, they'd and they'd pull it. and, and well, then they'd go they down through the, to smaller, the and
3: smaller they would start with one crusher primary area. crusher
0: mm-hmm. you'd get it so small and they'd go up this that lock on out this big long belt well it would get go through the crusher underground and get, it being be in pieces, well some would be small, but there'd be pieces, and they'd go up to, to the mill, and the Miley Mott was obsolete compared to the other, but they had rolls and crushers both in the mill there. And they go through these secondary crushers, crush them up smaller. And then they'd go through these these two big rolls that they constantly constantly welded on, like this big, and they'd roll around, and they'd go between them and spit them out. Mm-hmm. And then they'd go up, go up an elevator, and go with these screens, and there's a band in the a mill, and on the rod mill floor, lower floor, that had a thing in it, and they could adjust how much you take out, run out on, and, and then they, then they'd go through these big. It was a little. They had two big rod mills that had that you put rods in, like twelve feet long and two and a half inches, and on saturday sometime we'd work and we'd take the little ones out it got because they they get leave them in there when they get real small they'd wrap up and cause you'd take some out get in there and take some out and turn it a little bit and take some and then you would put had a roller thing two guys would take these and shoot them in there the, the, the big ones
3: you can still see those rod mills at the and, Mine state park and that mill that's still intact yes. there if you look in in there in that building you still see rods.
0: and that was the last thing to do that that would grind it up that go around there. and the. Montlimart didn't have ball mills, but the others, because the ball mills would grind it even finer. But the rock at Montlimart was so hard, it was not, it didn't compare. When you was a driller and you worked at Montlimart, and you went somewhere else, everything was easy downhill, because mm-hmm. so much drill, so much difference. It was limestone. Montlimart was hard rock. The early miner, miners at Montlimart all died when they were about fifty, because they drilled dry and mm-hmm. they caused they breathed it, and you, you could breathe limestone within and cough it up, but the, that that would eat your lungs up.
3: Sandstone mm-hmm. and granite up here. That's oh, yeah, yeah, it is brow, hard, like, it is hard rock, and
0: Everything, everything, everything Mount, you, when you got away from Montemont, like drilling and everything, boy, everything was red down, and your stone was all much better.
3: Uh, yeah, they refer to this as Montemont sandstone, I guess. Because mm-hmm. this is the from the old St. Francis Mountains. I mean, this is sort of the heart of it, so it's says. The mountains used to be ten thousand feet tall, and now it's down to the base of them. It's only three or four hundred feet tall, and it's like right. almost almost hard, as hard, almost as hard igneous, granite, igneous rather than the sedimentary. Rock. So, how old were you when you
2: when you I guess retired? Yeah,
0: I was fifty-four. I had I had thirty-four years, I believe, mm-hmm. and I just decided to. But let's see, what was I doing when I quit?
3: You driving a truck? Okay. Yeah, I
0: driving. Been on top of driving a truck. Okay. Yeah, it This was around 1984? Yeah, eighty four, I believe. So you
3: were underground for about thirty years, right? Close, to, close, close, to, close, to, close to thirty. A lot of years of drilling underground.
0: Started with a column machine. You put the machine up the column. You put the column on the bottom. You put a metal foot plate. Had a, a little hole like in it, and that thing fit in the side. And on the top you put a wooden block, and you'd crank it, a screw in it, and put tightening. You put your machine up the post. The machine weighed about a hundred pound. Well, there they was a trick to getting it up there. When, when you go up, get so far, then you'd, you'd put it out. so, And then you'd take it on up high as you go. You tried to get it up at least eight foot, tiptoe. Yeah. Uh, but the trick was when you started, you had to go. If, if if you stopped, if you ever got in between, you couldn't do it. But that's what a lot of guys learned, learned about lifting. Uh, we was coming out from ground underground one night, and there was a guy, big, big old guy and strong, and it was a, a machine liner weighed about a hundred pound, and he said, "I can lift that up over my head," but I said, "But you got nobody else can," and he he couldn't do it, and I said, "I, I, I believe I can." He said he laughed, and, and I I could, I let lift it up over my head, and he got mad, <laughs> he really got mad, he picked, uh, but, but all it was was when you got up like here, you went well. If you didn't, if you ever stopped, you couldn't do it. Ah. You you had, you had to keep going. And this that's
3: machine's true. a jack
0: leg drill. Is that no, no, doing? that's not a jack leg. That's just a column, column, or column clamp and on a post. Oh, and then okay. and then went to jack legs. Oh, months so ago, and I was watching something. I'd been to Leadville, one time, and uh, this guy was drilling a gold mine, with the jack leg, just exactly. Leroy, from France, Leo, oh, something. But it all made, it had a jack leg and you just carried it around, it had to, uh, just feed it out the leg and the back had two had a point on it and then two things that'd catch. And if you could if it was too slick you couldn't catch, you'd have to put a chain, drill a boat, put a bolt or drill it down, put that chain on it and it had links or so on so you could you the
3: jack leg weigh.
0: Less than hundred pounds. the leg was partly aluminum, so it weighed a little less than a hundred pounds. And it was Really tough when for the first story, cause you had to learn to handle it, and the guys that come that had used them all the time, everybody had a tough time at first, cause it'd be, it'd flop out behind you and down you, you. But after after you learned to, a big big guy come to work with me one time, and they put two two of us in the same place, and he was trying to drill, and he, he was holding it in there with trying to use all the seals. Well, the jack leg you wouldn't use a it, two and four, and so you just use it like a four or five foot and a ten foot. Because you could, you'd be a lot easier, and you could, because you could back up or call him. You had to use all of them, because you couldn't go but so far back. He was trying to use them, all them small. And I told him, I said, you'd be a lot better off. And he said, I don't need nobody to tell me. He'd been, he'd worked in the lead belt, but he. I said, well, I'm just trying to help you. And so, two or three weeks later, he he finally figured it out. And, he comes home. He said, "He said I'm sorry." He said, i was just too contrary." I to... <laughs> said, "I appreciate you trying to help me." <laughs> he said, and that's what it was. I was contrary too, and he didn't want nobody telling you anything. You know, you those were all, yourself, you know, yeah, yeah. So,
3: those yeah. were all hydraulic drills, right? Running running off of compressed air, or were they the yeah. air? Yeah, air. You
0: had air and water hose. You had to take the air and water hose in. You, you weren't supposed to drill without water because... Dangerous to your yeah. breeding? Yeah, of course, it does step there when I drill boulders dry sometimes. It wasn't like you could get by with a lot of that, uh, limestone. you you cough it up.
3: But tell them about working with dynamite and later with powder. You you blasted holes every day.
0: Yeah, you shot your own holes. You you paid for the powder, so you had to, you had to break so much rock on so much powder, you didn't make any money. But you first
3: started with dynamite, right? And then later they moved to powder? Is that
0: right? No, that moved to fertilizer. Fertilizer. Would you uh, ever thought. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, I hated it at first because it had a tank and had a long plastic hose. And if you got the air in that hose, that thing'd come out of that hole and flop all around and beat you dead. <laughs> wow. yeah, it was a big because you blowed it and blowed that fertilizer. Fertilizer wow. mixed with fuel oil and it was just as powerful as dynamite. You'd put, but you'd put a nifter. They called it a nifter. Was a stick of dynamite with a cap in it. You'd put this to, to set it off because it was a little harder to. But uh, it would break just as good, but the only bad thing about it, if you had water in the hole, like somebody down some someplace you had water, it would dissolve. that fertilizer would just go to nothing. It, and dynamite will too.
2: I, maybe I'm you know naive, but as I'm listening to you, it almost sounds as if you're independent contractors because you had to buy your supplies. And then you said like you paid for this, so you might as well use it. So they charged you for these things, and then you not sold lit-
0: some- not literally though. It was, I mean, it's all on paper. <laughs> well, yeah. Like the guy said about some. some uh, Dad, he said, he said, don't even worry about it. It's all on paper. Well. That It was all on paper. I mean, you didn't pay anything or anything.
2: But you worked for free until you paid it off. But they still got paid it off. You got your wage. wages. You still okay. got an hourly wage.
0: You, you, got so, you got regular wages just like anybody else. You made a, Your rate of pay was as, well a little higher than the labor's anyway. But this was all to do with the bonus deal. So And he could yeah. make
3: twice as much as his wages, sometimes with the bonus. Yeah, so it's really pretty good pay for this area.
0: But mm-hmm. the prospecting job I had later was the best because mm-hmm. I did make most of the time I made twice as much bonus as I made wages. Wages really wasn't that much. Mm-hmm. You'd think working in the mines you make a lot of money, but you didn't.
3: You didn't have to use explosives on the prospecting, right? You no,
0: th- 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 samples. You uh, took samples. You they paid you. You had to drill so many feet, and then they paid you so much a foot after that. And I did that for ten years, and that was a good job. Didn't have to use dynamite. And I got to go out early and take my samples and take a bath before everybody got out. And I had that for the job for 10 years. I liked it. I was my own boss practically.
1: Thinking back to like uh, just being here in, in town for that duration, um, I remember talking to someone recently. We were talking about how Fredericktown was it kind of was booming for a while. And then as things wound down, it, it shrank again.
0: Fredericktown was a lot more prosperous than it was later. You know, Coelk? Of course, a lot of things moved out, like the mines and the things. And, and the, of course, you might have just got by. A lot of people thought, but that was probably the better job, better working job. I mean, they, a lot of people had to run businesses and stuff like that, a different thing. But I mean, for just working for wages, it was a, the better job. But you weren't going to get rich working in the mine. <laughs> right. It's just a lot of hard work. But you could make a living.
3: But you do remember there were a lot more businesses in Fredericktown, say in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh,
0: it it seemed like business. Uh, it has went down there. There's there's just not well, f- f- Fredericktown. Just look at the workers. They had the national mines over there, and at one time they they had uh, what do they call it national mines and refinery. They 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 had they had. Uh, I'd say at one time over there when. They thought they was afraid something was going to happen. I don't know. They was worried about. But anyway, they they had a lot of men working over there. I would say at one time at National they had as many as a thousand men working. They had a bunch of men. The federal government
3: was subsidizing the cobalt production, Worried about yeah. They they they,
0: the the government had been subsidizing for because they couldn't make that much money. But so that and then the other mines, of course, then both of them shut down of Farmington. I worked at one mines that was right out of Farmington there, Pemville. Flat River, working in the mines up there, was a good place to work. If you me yeah, I did good working up there. I had a jack leg, and working there at Pemville, I made good money. Tell them
3: how, when you you worked at Flat River, just before it was getting ready to shut down for a while, and all you did was go around and cut pieces off the big columns to take—
0: Pillars. The- they saved pillars. the pillars. They left pillars there. So if you have see pictures underground, It'd have big ground. they make them cut make around and some of them they, were real tall. they were so well, they as tall as uh, had to be as tall as the ground was there. So, you some ground you cut 10 foot high, some might be 30 40 feet high. Most of them it was on levels because it could be hard to cut, but you didn't have any pillars that high, but you did have some pillars as high as 30 feet. And the ground, mines had to get bigger when they got this big equipment. When I was working, they got they come out with the, the new, new jumbo. Joy, Rotary Percussion, and the first one that they, I think it's the first one they ever was, as far, far as I know, St. Joe Machine Shop, they they made, they they got the jumbo arms and stuff, but they put it on, they took a big Klein truck and turned it backwards and made a metal plate and put it on that, and I worked on Experimental at Indian Creek. Uh, and then they got they got the big jumbos. First they had some jumbos from Gardner Denver that was on a cat track. with three arms, two arms, and one in the middle, and like you're drilling a drift. Drilling a drift, you just drill straight in, just to get to the one to make a, make a big place to, go to to go somewhere else, and, and you'd have and if there it was two men worked on it. Well, there was actually three on a shift because when i bit on a vibranium development job two run the jumbo one on the ground and one up on the top and they lined him up and stuff and then one guy cleaned the other shifts drift with a transloader and i bit on the job and they gave it to me and i never had seen a transloader for and it was jointed in the middle and you run it forward and backwards you didn't turn around and it went in and like this and you'd get the dipper in and keep raising it up till you got it full and if you had any boulders, you had to try to get them off the side. And then you'd run backwards and dump it in the Grizzly. There was a place about as big as this room in the Grizzly, and they had like uh, railroad irons, and they'd leave holes about this big. It'd be about that wide and about that long, and you'd jump it on top of that. They made didn't make it big enough where you'd get too many big boulders there, but sometimes you'd get a boulder and you'd have to beat it up with a hammer to get it through.
3: How it's tall through that. was that jumbo?
0: Oh, the jumbo, it's where you sat and drilled or stood, uh, it wasn't over. Your feet wouldn't have been over four or five feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. But the alarms would go up. You could drill about p- close to 20 foot because I walked on them a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm, I get so disgusted now because I'm clumsy. Then I could do anything. I could walk on them. I had such a good balance and everything. So that
3: made the ceilings lift because they could drill up higher, right, with those?
0: Well, yeah, a yeah, few... If you, like if you was drilling in this room and it was high and you wanted to go, to, you wanted to go higher. You'd just the first round you'd drill up and down, and, and then the next, and then the next one you'd be higher, and you'd just keep going higher if you wanted to, as high as you wanted to go, as you high as you could reach, and as wide, make them wide as you wanted to reach. And well, then you had to make the pillars round, or kindly round.
3: When you did. were cutting those pillars, how tall were some of them that you were taking the extra rock? Well, they they, they they was might.
0: as tall as the ground was. Mm-hmm. They had to be. They had. to, they had to fit the bottom and fit the top. But, I mean, they how had, tall
3: they, was the ceilings?
0: Well, been, the, the just, as, just as tall as you made it. Okay. So according to where the lead, you know, how much... Some ground was maybe 10 or 12 feet high. and Well, it couldn't be less than 12 with a jumbo. But uh, 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 sometimes we cut ground like 8 foot high, just with the lead vein. When you're dealing with a jackleg or something, you could cut it as high as you wanted to. That guy who was working in that gold mine out there I seen that day, he was cutting a place about... oh four feet wide and eight feet tall dull, and just just that and just following that vein just following uh-huh. that vein you can see the vein there just one guy was working that's all I seen they working there I don't know what I don't know if what the deal was or anything of course they'd have to go, go get the get separated some way and everything, all he was showing on there.
2: Do you know anything about those houses over by the elementary school? I understand they're miners' houses. They're brick houses. They all look quite a bit alike. We drove
0: and, past there this
3: week, remember, Dad? Yeah, there's
0: two yeah. rows. There's one row over there, and then one row up the side, there, up the other street on the side.
2: And some of them, if they have the original shutters, they have little Art Deco cutouts. Yeah. And,
0: no, they, the contractor just built those houses, and and the people rent them and or bought them. I think they just built those houses on a, to make money, you know. Or that, that, That's probably know.
3: when the national when the uh, national mines were going good with the cobalt in the fifties. Yeah, they they, they they
0: they've been there about uh, fifty or sixty years. I remember when they built them. They built them since I was in Drake Town. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: You weren't sure whether they were built in the thirties or not or. 40s. No,
0: I'm thinking. Uh, after World War Two, some of them maybe maybe early fifties. Okay. Some of them, that's what I'm thinking.
2: They just seem like nice solid little houses. Yeah, but I didn't they, know if they. And, they, they, and that's, the, that's,
0: that's the problem with, with me when you said little. I've been in them, and they are for small rooms. That's the they got enough room. They got enough room, but they're yeah, they're. They could, but nice they, they, they were just a little small room than you'd want. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: When you were a boy, did they have the company store out in Lot? Did the mining no, uh, the company store? No, they didn't
0: have no company store around here. They had the company store at. Uh, or we used to go back up there after we moved from Flat River. We'd go back up to the company store in Deloge. Uh-huh. Uh, the company store was over across the railroad tracks. Uh, you know where the main street was in Deloge and the railroad oh, tracks in front right. of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so and the right, schools so. over there? No. Well, it, it was right there. There's a new
3: school there uh, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, well, after
0: we moved down here, we'd go to because they run it, they'd run a bill and it happened uh, to store. So
2: the company store was where the new middle school is?
0: Approximately,
3: College. it's real close to there. Okay. It's where you showed me. Well, it's on, on
0: the other side of the road though. But on the
3: other side of the road tracks? On,
0: on the, on across the railroad tracks.
3: Oh, oh, I know where it is. There's a lodge there. Yeah. It's a lodge building it, Eagles or something. It, it, oh, it and the park,
0: the, right. the Lowe's Park. That's yeah, right across the street from the school. Yeah. And across it's over the railroad track just a little ways and and uh So the building still stands. Yeah, the building's still there. Because we we after we moved down there we'd come back up here to store.
2: I remember a Tennessee Williams song uh and part of the lyrics are I owe my soul to the company. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, I heard that a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> Did that. they
2: have uh, they always sold something to you but they'd put it on a tab and then well, uh, you you could pay for it, but it a, lot,
0: a lot of them did run, of them did run bills, yeah.
3: So payday, yeah. Tell them about when um, you got hurt that one time when the rock the big rock fell. On you.
0: Well, there were several times that, yeah. The, I stepped out one night I was drilling, and I leaned my jack leg. You can lean it like this and lean up against the wall, and it stay up. You didn't have to pick it back. And I stepped back and thinking about if I had time to drill another round of hold. I'd had several behind each other. You hate to drill too many behind each other because if the first ones don't break, then none of them can break, you know. But so I was looking around, and I backed up, looking. about the time I looked up, there was a piece about all oh, four or five feet wide and eight foot long fell right at my feet Well oh, I'd been standing. But my machine was under the thing a little bit and it didn't hurt it. It leaned up against the wall and there. What
3: time that, it fell on you
0: knocked you loose? laser. Yeah, uh, I was just going to work and I was mining. You was going to drill you took a mine board and got all the loose down and I was standing on two rocks there by the pillar and I was mining a piece up and, I, and there's a piece up over it. It was about eight inches thick and maybe uh, eight feet long and, but it seemed to be all right. It looked, you could tell by looking, if it's dried out, you know it is loose, because oh. it wouldn't be dry. Yeah. Oh. And you could hit it with a bar after you worked a while and you could tell. So, and, uh, I was, but I was mining out in front of that with a piece of original. I it still mine that little piece. And in a minute, that piece up over me fell. And i was stand up on a boulder uh, about two feet off the ground. And it hit me on my helmet, right on top of the head. But it had, in some of those places, they had little seams. You could see little seams like, and it split. And one piece went down the front and one piece went down the back. And I wound up out about 14 or so out in the walk pile in the dark. And the first thing I did, it fell to my legs. Is <laughs> still all right. Uh-huh. And uh, my light was still on my belt, but my light is uh, out, it, was, uh, it knocked it off my head. And uh, my helmet. And, uh, he uh,
3: gave me that helmet. Later, it still yeah. has a crack in it.
0: Yeah, cracking crack in the top of going And uh, it's kept me up front and back, but it really didn't hurt me much. Uh, but but if it hadn't cracked up, it went down both sides. Mm. And they took me to the doctor, and I, a little bit bleeding in there, but not much. And the uh, uh, doctor fell on my shoulder, and he said, Well, I believe his shoulder's broke. And he said, you got guy had a big knot. There. I believe I spoke, and I looked at him, I said, I said, I don't think it is, it don't hurt too bad. And I said, I've got, I've got another knot on the other side.
2: <laughs>
0: he looked at him and he said, I'll be done. He said, you made like that. <laughs> he said, he said you, you, you're all right, you just made like that.
3: But it wasn't as dangerous as coal mining, but you know a lot of guys that got hurt or got killed while you were, while you
0: were working mines. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that uh, offhand, I can only think of one guy yet Blowed up a dynamite because you'd tamp the dynamite. <laughs> you tamp it hard because the more you got in the hole, the power, more park going in front of the hole. Yeah, this 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 place here just runs right along Flat River, uh, probably a couple hundred yards to the left as you go up the street to Flat River.
3: How far does that? that
0: that's, that's a high place, isn't it?
3: Train yeah. track go, Dad. It goes several miles, right? That's the a, train track? Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know how many miles of track they had in the lead belt there. A lot. You could go, in the lead belt, you could go from to Farmington, to Pimville, there at Farmington, on the same, on the ground on the railroad track. That yeah, was probably six, or seven miles. And then all around the lead belt and out, out uh, west, you go out towards lead because I worked out there a couple miles from the shaft. There's the six. And uh, had you had a
3: hand car that you rode by yourself on the tracks? Yeah, for a while.
0: When it, At the last, at the last while I worked up there, I was working at the, uh, Bottom of five and six, and that's where the funeral home is now. The
3: shafts, huh? number five, number five
0: six and six shaft.
3: That's near near. It's across from across the valley from the Missouri Mines State Park. There, right. You can see it's right
0: right after you turn off on the road there to go to the mill. That funeral home is built right on top of five and six shaft, and that's where I wound up. Of course, the funeral home wasn't there then, but that's where I wound up when the mines were shut down. I stayed there for six months, and they even when they was taking stuff out. I stayed away by myself. I had an office, the shift boss saw where it was. I had a phone, and I went over. I went from. I went from. I was supposed to have been working at number, at Elvin's at number, twelve. I went all the way over there underground to over there to work. All on is I'd say it's a couple miles.
3: How did you park? with that hand car electric powered from the
0: line up above? It? Yeah, the wheels were on the rails. And you had a pole that you put on top, like a on, car. on a line, oh, okay. on, on a, yeah, on a, just a line like a streetcar. Wow. And one there once in a while, you'd put the pole behind you so it wouldn't come yeah. off it. But once in a while, it would go around, and you, so you would duck till you got, uh-huh. you caught it, yeah, because you'd be in the dark then, because your light, it had a light on it when it uh, that ground, you know, the rails ground, it, was a
3: Now, when you were riding around by yourself down there, you had to be careful not to get hit by a train down there. Well, I
0: was kind of worried because I was was going like at least two miles and there was trains on there, guys with 10 cars, them big cars of rock on there. And I really didn't hardly know exactly all. You had red and green light and I didn't know all about them because I, I hadn't been running. But I went right by 17. 17 was where the mill was. They call that 17 shaft, and that's where the mill was. And underground there, I stopped one day uh, when the mines were still running there. I come by there, and I wanted to see it. And it was like a city. You just wouldn't believe. They, it, most of the ground was not over 12 feet high. Some of it were like 10, some 12. And they had, had it all whitewashed and big lights everywhere. And they had a machine shop, electric shop, a fabrication shop. The carpenter shop was out on top. They didn't have the carpenter shop of there. And it seemed like they had one other shop. And there was a lot of men who worked there. And uh, it was just all lit up. I just couldn't believe it. That was
1: it in the ground? Underground, yeah. Wow. There, there,
0: There at uh, 17. You know, 17 is where the, the mail was. You know, when you go up in Flat River. In State can, Park. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, that's that. Right there, Seventeen was the main main shaft. Right? Go over there by the funeral home, it's about a, about a half a mile. At, you know, you can see it there. yeah, right underground. There was where the where all that was, and they made Saint Joe. do you, know, you ever see a Saint Joe show? Uh,
3: they've got one there at the mine at the state park. I mean, so you can go now. They have. Did you see so They they. You can walk around yourself, but they the guy's named Art Hebrink. This the, the, the manager there. He's great. He's <laughs> he has got a rock collection that is amazing from Missouri. Just he's amazing. Given and and he Uh-oh. uh yeah he he but he he could tell you all about the buildings and the mines and stuff. He knows more about mining history than anybody I know. Sure.
0: Saint Joe uh, made all those shovels, sale. They invented it, and they they made them and they had these electric motors on. They'd run out, and around, go around. And and these are what, out.
3: like six foot wide by 10 foot long or something, these machines? The or or yeah, oh, no, they're the they better than that. They were
0: mm, at least eight foot wide. They'd run on the cat tracks, like, you know, iron, and uh, they were, they'd rotate all the way around, and uh, the, the dipper would had these arm knit, it it right they get out and shell it up and get it full, mm-hmm. and then they roll it over and put it in the cars, the mine cars. And they keep, they move the cars up the, the guy on the motor, pull the next to the next car, the next car, the next car. Oh, were those diesel? No, there were no diesel there. Uh, that, uh, they were
3: run by electricity. Electric, okay.
0: Electric cable.
3: Some places you worked there, there was a lot of diesel trucks. Well, the, the new there. the new mines so had the diesel. To be supposed you know, to be, uh, lead belt. In.
0: Well, the lead belt had a few trucks later. They had one truck when I worked at Pennville, but they, they didn't have many
3: Did they have any mules when you first started working at St. Joe? Did they have any mules still on the ground?
0: There was one mule hmm. that they, they'd kept for uh, down the place for, for, and he was there for a while. They said their mules was so smart that they'd have him pull them cars. Hmm. And if they'd, if they'd put too much on them cars, try to load them through here, they, they wouldn't go.
3: They wouldn't. <laughs> they just knew. They, the mules lived underground. I mean, they stayed
0: there all the time. Can you imagine? And I also heard, heard I didn't ever see it, but I heard the guys laughing about, the guy called by lights. Me and Dan, early. And the mules have gas, and they'd write by light and a flame. It's such a big flame. Uh, I, heard, I never heard it to see it, but... but uh, Fire-breathing dragons that slipped out the other end. Yeah, that's what Yeah, Wow. Yeah, it, it wouldn't hurt them, because they're going the other way, but... <laughs> And them mules was so smart. If they 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 was two-ton cars, if they'd put too much on them cars, they wouldn't go.
3: And his dad worked at the mines, and his father-in-law worked at the mines. His father-in-law was J.C. Robinson, and he was a carpenter for St. Joe most of the time, right? Mm -hmm. But he worked he worked underground a lot, and his dad worked his whole career. Came from a mining family on both sides.